appreciate the good things, point out specific improvements or outright failures, but in the end, always encourage the person and finish on a positive note. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jose Mata. A couple years back, I enrolled into the Toastmasters program. I really enjoyed the premise of it. You learn about communication and leadership skills. A perfect opportunity for me to cement my skills, the ones that I've been learning already during the course of my career, but in a more structured manner. One of the things that I really enjoyed about their process is the way they review presentations that people give. After all, you're supposed to train your skills and someone is right there to evaluate how well you went. I always remember the criticism that I got and the way that it was put out to me. Very positive, and when improvements needed to be highlighted, they've done so in a way that doesn't make you feel real bad. They called it the sandwich technique. The sandwich technique is really simple. It's a three-step process. The first one is to appreciate the good things that the person has done. Things like the voice tone that he imprinted out, or perhaps the gestures, the body language, perhaps the structure of the topic itself that was being presented. The person who was reviewing the presentation had the responsibility of highlighting the good things that the person put some effort into. The second part would be to highlight potential improvements or just outright failures. But because you got carried on on such a positive note at the first place, you won't take the criticism so harshly, which is a good thing. The person just doesn't feel left out or straight up criticized without any resentment. The third step is to lift the spirits back up from the previous criticism or improvement suggestions on a positive note. The person always feels encouraged to be better next time and feels better at that very moment. After all, if you start on a positive note, lower the tone a little bit to just highlight the improvements or the failures, but then bring the spirits back up to a high level, to a high energy, the person just doesn't feel like he's done a bad job at all. It's a really interesting approach, and I've taken that into consideration ever since. Note that this just doesn't apply to, you know, Toastmasters or just giving out presentations. It's really something that you can apply to your workplace, to your teams, and your life. Picture your son or your daughter trying to get feedback from you on something that he or she has done. Should you criticize at first? Or would you rather have the child be reinforced about the good things that they have done? If there's room for both, you should definitely start on the positive note, then suggest what needs to be improved, and then just kind of pat them on the back, encouraging them to do better. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people that don't get this right, and this ends up on the child being unmotivated to do things or to pursue challenges the best way. In the workplace, that also works as well. In fact, this sandwich technique has been brought up from the workplace. Managers need to give feedback, either positive or negative, or perhaps both, and this encourages leaders to be very thoughtful about their feedback. It's not just about pointing out the errors and the mistakes. If leaders always strike the bad chord, the person feels unmotivated. It feels like they're always doing things wrong, which is probably not the case. Maybe there was just a mistake or something, but there was a lot of good things too, and leaders need to acknowledge the situation more often than not. If people are to try their best and to perform 
the best of their ability, they need to be acknowledged for what they're doing right. It's not enough to just point out the mistakes. Now, my evaluation of the sandwich technique is more than meets the eye. At least I like to think so. Because it's not enough to just say things on a positive note, then highlight the mistakes, and then bring the positive note around again if it's not genuine. The spirit of the technique is what counts. If a leader ought to apply this technique, it better be worth it. I'm not going to try and put in a false effort of just telling something that the person would like to listen to, but really strike a chord on the person. If your colleague is doing something right, you should tell that in the way that really appreciates the person, not just because. Because otherwise it feels insincere and the person will know whether you're being false or genuine. The fact that you're encouraged to give positive feedback first shifts your brain into looking for the positive notes, not just the errors or the mistakes. It forces you to be slightly more unbiased. And that's telling something. Usually, managers and leaders find the errors and the mistakes first. That's usually the case. The human brain is designed to be that way. They highlight the errors first. But by putting the sandwich technique into practice, effective one, really, you are forcing yourself to highlight the good things first. Of course, your body will naturally process the mistakes. If you write them down and then just kind of free up your brain to highlight on the good things, you will be surprised on the effects of it. When you come up to this person and say, I have some feedback to give you, you will naturally pose yourself to be kind and genuine and appreciative of the work that the person is doing. It really makes a difference. When I was in Toastmasters, for maybe two or three times I've been reviewed, I've been given feedback. And for each of the three times, I actually felt good about the feedback that I've been given. I accepted the improvement suggestions a lot better than if they were not genuine or just straight up negative review. If they just pointed out the mistakes, I would feel really bad and not want to be part of it again. But because they appreciated me first and lifted up the spirits in the end and brought up a really encouraging word to me, I felt compelled to do even better. It truly makes a difference. I would also like to point out that because you're using this technique of bringing all positive and negative aspects into a feedback process, both parties end up building more trust with one another. A genuine, preferably unbiased feedback is more valuable than just giving positive feedback or just straight up negative ones. And this trust will endure over time. Try it out yourself. Thanks for listening. Tune in at anchor.fm slash josemodanet or check out Spotify and all of the major distributing platforms. Appropriately enough, if there's any feedback you'd like to give me, send me an email to podcast at josemoda.net. The link is in the description below. Talk to you soon.